Hello. Hey. How are you? Hey, I'm I'm good. Sorry about the delay. I had a meeting that ran a bit long. Hello. Hey. Hey. So, well, this this isn't the official podcast yet, but uh, right. I'm Andrew. Nice to meet you. I'm John. And I'm Christopher. Or nice Chris. Nice to talk to you again. Yeah. So, uh, do you have a uh, link to the show notes? Uh, I do not believe so. Uh, was that emailed or... Uh... Nah. Okay, well, let me get a link here. Uh, there you go. All right. Um, <clears throat> oh, let's try that again. Uh, could you uh, give me access to my other account? I've- sure. Uh, you are the owner. Just using sharing settings. Loading. Uh, can edit. Okay. As if I uh, sign out, then all my uh, Google tabs is going to not going to be very happy with me. <laughs> so yes, uh, thank you for being the. Uh, First guess of uh, some fame. <laughs> really? Yes. I, I I wasn't aware I had any fame. Well, you have a Kickstarter, so you're already ahead of us. <laughs> yep, and you are programming a game that just went successful. Uh, that's true. I, I'm, I'm pretty pretty happy that we just hit our goal. So it's it's been a uh, it, it's been pretty exciting, I have to say. That's good. I was, I was actually kind of worried that uh, I wasn't going to get any money at all, and it's going to be like a huge flop. But uh, definitely worked out well. Yeah. So, uh, did you uh, found this company, uh, Level uh, yeah. Zero? Yeah. Um, uh, officially, the paperwork was filed uh, uh, summer of 2012, um, but the company has been around uh, since 2008. Okay. So again, you're ahead of us. Yep. Oh, well, uh, what, what are you guys? Uh, I don't know you guys podcast. Do you have uh, other things uh, on your table, or? Uh, well, our day jobs are programming. Ah. Yep. I, I am a software developer and tech lead at a health insurance company. Nice. Uh, what about you, Andrew? Uh, I've been uh, mostly contracting, so I've. I've been at uh, like a mortgage uh, mortgage vendor company. I've been at a cell phone tower company, and uh, now I work at a, uh, a e-commerce uh, place. Like other people, other companies come to us and hey, we'd like a store. Right. So, so are, are games something that you guys would want to get into? Um, it's well, it's definitely sorry. a pastime we enjoy. Yeah, well, I I have tried programming games, so I typically like the RPG genre is the kind of games I like to program. Mm-hmm. 
and I use a nifty tool called um I forgot the name of it RPG Maker for uh, RPG Maker VX Ace. Oh uh, yeah, I think it's their that thing I, on I, Steam, right? Yeah. yeah, it is on Steam. Yeah, I'm familiar with RPG Maker. Um, I, I can't remember what the, their latest uh, numerical was. They started adding in various new things, but the, yeah. but the new one, basically, yeah, the new RPG Maker. And it's, a, it's a good system for uh, if you want to start with that framework. It gives you a, a great leg up. It, it's a start. Yeah. And it makes you realize how hard games are to build. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I would love to, you know, get in there somewhere, but I'm sort of bankrupt on ideas. Really? So, uh, plus I don't really know C++. Uh, what do you know? I know plenty of Java. And C Sharp. And Python. Yeah. Uh, but That's what you did. I don't, I don't know C++. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a C Sharp guy. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you're in my group then. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I've, I've done a bit of Java. Um, I did some Minecraft tutorials, uh, so I polished up on that. I mean, like, well, as you guys know, it's all pretty much the same thing. So it's Correct. yeah, just different syntaxes and a few I mean, weird quirks. I mean, as compared to say Lisp or Haskell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a definitely uh, sticking to uh, the, the things I know and uh, just um, trying trying to get better at. C sharp before I start branching out into other areas. Yeah, the the thing I uh, I should really be studying and getting uh, good on is JavaScript, mm. since since that seems to be uh, like the best language that if you want to run it anywhere, JavaScript. Right. Yeah, it's well, definitely seems to be out there quite a bit. Yeah. Why not that one Python JavaScript? Oh, that one thing I saw? Well, it essentially converts it down to JavaScript anyway. Uh, so I I would imagine that there'd be plenty of performance penalty. Okay, that makes sense. Hmm. So yeah, that was one of our news bits from, I don't know, two months ago? Yeah, I think it was a month ago. Yeah, some someone had uh, made a Python virtual machine in uh, JavaScript. So... Hmm. So, uh, well, you get any trouble there with the document? Um, did you, uh, there we go. Yep. That's what for the authorization. Uh, all right. We are up. Sweet. And I got all my bills paid. Yeah. <laughs> and I finally have car insurance. <laughs> the car insurance is good. <laughs> so, yep. yeah, I'm buying my uh, parents' car, so. Uh. I, uh, I used to have a Dodge Neon, but when I moved to the city, I had to give it up. Aww. I've been without a car for a decade now. You know, I, oh. I, I, I owned a Dodge Neon before before I got totaled back in college on the mm-hmm. highway. <laughs> they're, 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 like, they're, 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 on the surface, they look like small, crappy cars, but, like, mine was perfect. It did what I needed to do. It could get out of awful snowbanks in Michigan. So, That's cool. Uh, yeah. So you, bas- stop, <laughs> you basically use the L everywhere. Oh yeah, now I do. Yeah, um, on the L and bus lines. Yeah, because I uh, I saw the uh, the trailer there on the Kickstarter page, and you know I was like, 
Wait, is that that one building in Chicago that uh, John Hancock building? I think actually probably the Sears Tower. Um, it looked like you were in there, but it, it's not the Sears Tower. It's like the other sort of smaller black building. It's like the the, the white uh, lights around the top. Yeah. The yeah, that's the Hancock Center. I didn't think we were close enough to see that. Hmm, cool. Yeah. yeah no, oh. I, I love this city. It's uh, gorgeous. Uh, well, t- top of place, whoever did your commercial. Yep, that'd be... Uh, uh, Mr. Mike Chait from TMU Productions. He's uh, he's able to do it on a shoestring budget and get it all together. Cool. Yeah. If you don't mind asking me how much, uh, we had a budget of I think it ended up around three to five thousand. Um, but that was it was originally sort of a student project that we were able to kind of ride on and get funding specifically for the trailer. Uh, um, cool. So yeah, so I, I, I mean, I would have preferred if you could use the money towards the game, but uh, it worked out in the end. So yeah. it, it let us uh, get a lot more attention for a Kickstarter. So now we have the funds we need to get the game rolling. Good. Yeah, because uh, you know I keep on going on uh, clientsfromhell.net, and there, are, you know, these designers are always talking about getting screwed over, and uh, so. You know, I sort of have a vague idea that a logo is several thousand dollars worth. <laughs> mm. But, uh... Yep. The, uh... Definitely designers can overcharge way too much for a uh, logo and creative work. Yep. Correct. So, uh... Let's see, do you want to get this ball rolling yet? How are my uh, levels on your end? You sound okay. Okay. So... Yep. Well, Everything me, seems loud and clear. Well, I've been uh, doing a test run of the recording here, so I can go ahead and play it back to see if everything's fine. So, just a moment. Okay, well, it seems to have uh, come out okay. That's good, okay. I, I seem to be a little bit quiet, but that's fine since I'm on a separate audio track. Really? You get your own audio track, lucky you. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, the recorder I'm using records me on the left channel, and everyone else is on the right. Okay. It makes processing a whole lot easier. Sounds like it. But I, I finally saw that, what you were talking about, PETA. <laughs> yeah, isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> well, uh, let's see, it was, uh, it was earlier this week that, uh, uh, they had something about the, uh, well, you know that there's going to be a, a Assassin's Creed 4. I did not know that. Oh. I haven't even finished playing Assassin's Creed 3. Well, spoiler, there's going to be an Assassin's Creed 4. No! And apparently PETA made a little note about how there's whaling in uh, uh, Assassin's Creed 4. Cool, so basically Moby Dick. So... You know, like, you know, PETA sent out a, you know, little notice about this, like, we don't like this. And then Ubisoft said, well, of course, we don't condone a lifestyle of piracy either. (laughs) (laughs) So, Hmm. I think uh, 8-Bit might have mentioned that. Yeah, I haven't watched them yet. 
All right, so everything seems okay. All right. I seem I seem to be a little bit quiet, but then again, I'm on the, another audio track from you guys, so. Cool. Um, and, and it is a just a small note. It's a level zero game. It's not just a level zero. Okay. It's what? A uh, level zero games. The, you, um, Chris, you missed the games part. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all right. Yeah, he, he it, that's just the way he is. So. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I I, I missed up those. But I was uh, trying to say a a complete thing about I forget which system. And every other word I swapped around left out a few, and it was just horrible. <laughs> it was probably hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, oh, uh, see. Yeah, I was uh, thinking about uh, you know some more questions to ask, but uh, you know, but pretty much had them all already. All right. So. So yeah, so I finally uh, got the car insurance, and I'm like, okay, so that guy from level zero is gonna be on. Uh, I think I might want to be on his Kickstarter too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, now that I don't have the cloud of you know that over my head. So, <laughs> yes, I'm, uh... I am backer five fifty six. Ah, well, yep. thank you very much. You're welcome. I, I think I remember seeing your name uh, pop up on there. Hmm. I, I, do, 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 do you have, like, a list of when each person became a backer? I do. Cool. Can you tell me what number I am? Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, the Kickstarter's uh, backend uh, is actually pretty freaking horrible. <laughs> uh, there's just a lot of awful awkward things and their editor like the central component of kickstarter are these pages the updates in the kickstarter page and their editor is the the worst one i've I've ever seen so i guess i'll have to make a project and see how bad it is yeah it's it's just like so many weird quirks you can't copy and paste into it it loses all formatting if you do uh there'll be strange Things where you, you try to move uh, certain components, it'll actually just like change the formatting of everything or remove whole blocks of text. And mm, so- sounds like Microsoft Word. <laughs> you were backered one oh five. Oh, cool! You got in early, very yeah. early. And and just think, one oh five was just about a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's still a, a pretty small group of people, but I think they'll definitely boom once the prototype gets out and people start to spread the word. Oh, yeah. Hope, hopefully this interview will help. Yeah, I hope so. Our uh, our press has been kind of uh, slow. Um, I was hoping to get on Rock, Paper, Shotgun's uh, Kickstarter catch-up, but uh, we, were, we weren't on the last one, and we got snubbed for this one, so I don't know if... Uh, yeah, so so that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and go ahead and uh, post us on the Kickstarter page. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and uh, speaking of uh, the Kickstarter backend, uh, I'm the one who pretty much does all the uh, magic behind the scenes to post our podcasts. Mm-hmm. At least just this one. Uh, there's a uh, if 
there's a really unique way that I describe it in that, uh, you know, the Nexus TV was, you know, done by Ryan and a couple of his friends up in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I totally didn't know who they were, but I forget what exactly I searched for. And I ended up on Ryan's blog and, you know, every so often I come back and, oh, this guy has a podcast. So, you know, I was, uh, you know, Ryan left the, uh, Nexus, uh, clubhouse door open and I was the bum who wandered in. <laughs> so see, see. Um so yeah, I I deal with uh you know getting control structure up there and uh, our back end is essentially WordPress. Right. So it's it's awkward. Really? I, I thought WordPress was uh decent for doing podcast updates and stuff. It is. Uh but uh, then again, I pretty much haven't used WordPress before. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, I have my own blog, which I uh, built myself. I see. So. Yeah. yeah. LZG is all on uh, WordPress, and our whole back end is taken care of by Google stuff. So <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty nice to have those strong uh, back ends available. So, yeah. So, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, Chris being here, uh, it was back in college that he was the RA. So. Uh, you know, he got all the stuff that everyone left behind, and one of them was a computer computer that didn't work, and I managed to uh, fix it up and turn it into a server. So, okay, I got a server running. What do I want to do with it? It's like, well, you could program a website or something. You know Java, right? So, so I just started coding in a random direction, and I ended up with a blog. Ouch. Speaking of me being an RA and people leaving me stuff, my roommate that went back to India can't get back into the United States. So now I have all of his stuff. But I don't know. I don't know what it is. People just leave their stuff with me and leave. So he he did take the uh, DVDs, didn't he? No, he left those behind. The only thing he really took was a bag full of clothes, his laptop, and his iPad. So you still have those, uh, uh, was it that Big Bang Theory DVDs? Yeah, I already had somebody lined up to buy them. Oh. Because all this time you mentioned that, and, uh, you know, I thought that he had taken them to India with him. Nah, they're in one of the boxes. I just need to find out which. <sighs> Alright. Yep, but if you would like to buy a queen-size bed with a queen-size bed frame made out of leather with a queen-size comfort that has never <laughs> been used, you could buy one. <laughs> like, literally it. never been used. It's still sitting at the store. <laughs> oh, nice. Shipping might be an issue there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, I drove all the way over to Cincinnati for a free couch. Um, <laughs> oh, it was a nice couch. Uh, it was, <laughs> how old was that couch, Chris? Like from the seventies? Uh, my my parents got it for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> or it was one of the first couches they bought after their wedding. Oh my! Yeah, it has like this floral design on it. Yeah. Brown in color. I don't think it's the only thing it has on it. Well, it's like some of the seams are starting to fall apart too. But uh, 
according to uh, one of my other friends, Brady, uh, he claims that is the best couch that he has ever slept on. Huh. Well, I guess I've broken in and nice <laughs> and comfy there. Yeah. So, yep. I haven't slept on it yet, though. Hmm. I've slept on it a few times. It beat sleeping on a metal bar that was my original bed, a futon. So, let's see. What what should we do for a cold intro for the podcast? I honestly have no idea. I don't think how we could top the last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just, uh, you know, him reading the Bible, then saying, like, then the universe came into being or something. And, yeah. And we have a few in-jokes on this network. Um, one of them is the universe. It is the joke. So, you know, I just... Whenever someone says the universe, it's okay to just start laughing. Alright. <laughs> the, 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 the universe is one of the shows that only happens whenever there's typically an apocalypse. Or at least a close, close call. Uh, Correct. Like that uh, meteor in Russia. Mm-hmm. Um... So we had the, the other close call, uh, the other one that was just uh, passed within what was it like two and a half times the distance of the moon that just zipped by. If we just like found out about it, like a week or something before it came by. Yeah, but uh, you know, if it comes within say a geosynchronous orbit, <laughs> that's a very close call. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it is one of the things that I think we really should have had. Uh, way more concerned about as far as like like if you want humanity as a whole to survive we need to find some way to just get off the planet even if it's just floating in a self-sustaining platform for now just we need to get off the rock we're all going to die yeah Uh, i'm perfectly content sitting here playing video games (laughs) unaware of a big ball heading towards earth yeah i'm I I I just think that's uh oh god it's just it's just it's just, it's it's such a removed problem that it seems that it's not something you can really force into people's minds to talk about or to consider because it's just like yeah it's an asterisk gonna hit us like that's gonna happen if it does then who cares we're all dead <laughs> yep <laughs> enjoy your last few minutes pillaging and rioting. <laughs> Only to find out it misses the earth by a few inches. <laughs> mm. uh, well, I got I got no intros. How about you? Hmm. Well, we could just do the uh, intro music and then just start. Uh, hmm. uh, you know, un- unfortunately, my wordsmithing uh, hasn't been uh, up to par. In the past week, so mm. I mean, those paramilitary paratroopers really took it out of me. <laughs> yeah, I heard that one. So okay, well, uh, let me do a marker and we can start. All right. Oh darn it! I forgot to hit the record button. Yay! That's never funny. Never funny. Yeah. Their fingers and oh, no, it came through fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, used to do a podcast in uh, college, 
And uh, there were times when we come out of the, I think it actually happened twice, where we came out and then uh, we found out that like half of the podcast got cut off. So we'd be talking for like an hour. <laughs> just, just none of it. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, well, well, we did try to do a Turian voice one. Oh, yeah. Uh, you and... familiar with Mass Effect? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I came up with uh, like a series of uh, chains and audacity. Uh, to make someone sound like they were Tyrion. <laughs> so, and I, I used it on the uh, fringes a couple of times, and also on the uh, the intro titles uh, to the show properly. <laughs> yeah, so, interesting. Yep, and uh, you know, I've been toying around with you know sound here and there for years, and also with GIMP. So I guess I, I'm finally putting that to uh, marginally good use. Uh, GIMP? Uh, the uh, the sort of free Photoshop. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, how are you putting GIMP to use? Uh, album art. Ah. No. Oh, you mean that thing you sit there and you watch for the entire duration? Uh, what you do. Or what I suspected that you did. You know the 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 uh, probe that we have on the album art. Um, let's see, it was uh, let's see, I think it was in my last job that uh, uh, like we uh, had been acquired by another company, and we needed to you know do a rebranding and stuff, and uh, we needed to uh, you know resize an image down to you know fit on the corner of a web page, mm-hmm. and uh, like my manager was like. You know, going almost insane. It's like, how are we going to do this? Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it's just an image resize. It's like the simplest image operation you can do. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I guess she was amazed at that or something. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, if you've never done it before, never seen it before, then you have no concept of what's possible and what's not. So, uh, I mean, resizing pixel art, on the other hand, is a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you got to make sure it's in the right increments, or you're, they'll have some pixels that are four pixels wide, some that are five. It's well, really obvious and ugly. Well, especially if you're uh, magnifying it. But, you know, if you have something that's, you know, super high res, like 2,000 by 2,000, mm. down to, you know, like 500 by 500 or less, it's not too bad. Yeah. It's, uh... Man, you have created quite a bit of games. I'm 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 just looking through your game lists and your team. Uh, I gotta say, good looking photo. I'm not sure which one's which, but <laughs> I'm 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 the tall one on the left. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, a, a lot of the uh, the older games were uh, student projects. Um, when I was at Columbia, I started up a game production club, and uh, I ended up leading a whole bunch of uh, teams to try to make some small games. Uh, some mm. turned out, some didn't, but uh, it, well, it was, I, I, was... I think you would have had a blast at Newmont University. <laughs> well, uh, don't they have a designer track now? I'm not sure. I'm I'm Hon- pretty sure they do now. Honestly, I wish I went to school for programming instead. Um, I went for uh, game design, and well, uh, no, 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 nothing wrong with that. I mean. Uh, you're, do- you're doing much better than us. <laughs> well, it's 
it, it's not it's it's game design stuff. I'm glad I got the education, but I really feel that a lot of it is stuff I could have learned on my own. While programming, I think is a lot easier to pick up in a educational environment. Uh, I, I really wish I had that base of like a technical skill. Mm, okay. Because yeah, game designers, a game designer by himself can't really do anything. <laughs> you can sometimes you make some card games or board games. This is why we made the card game because you know couldn't find a programmer. So okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I guess. I guess I mentioned this maybe uh, on a previous episode, but uh, like the uh, sad state of search engines in the late 90s. Um, if it was, wasn't for that, I'd probably be programming a lot sooner. Ah, uh, yeah. But it wasn't until about 2003 or so. But, yeah, well, you can just like type the name of your language and then your question and then immediately find an answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fantastic. That's, that's a 21st century innovation. Oh, yeah. I, I use that all the time when I'm programming. Yes, yeah. my, my computer thinks one of the files I downloaded from your site is a virus. Oh, that's not the, good. Uh, which the Burgi Dubai? Yeah, uh, it's a really old Windows form, uh, yeah. and I, I, obviously I don't have a license for it since I'm when I spent hundreds of dollars to put out a little Windows form game. Hmm. Well, yeah. I'll definitely look at it. But yeah, um, another thing Ryan was talking about is he 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 wants to get the Nexus as a corporation within NetGain. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to ask him if he wanted to take it a step further and have it be one of the major players. Well, you know, he he actually wants to make it a real legitimate uh, corporation. You know, oh, he wants to do that too. Well, uh, who's this? Uh, the guy that uh, runs the podcasting network. Ah. So yeah, you know, um, I guess at at the uh, you know the abstract level, we're just content creators for him. But uh, <laughs> but you know, we are hosts in our own right. So All right. Well, if, if he's cool with it and uh, wants to make the pledge. The uh, yeah. uh, definitely welcome addition. Hey, it works on my computer. Cool. <laughs> that was actually a uh, Bridge Dubai was a um, a small game I made for my human rights class in college. Human rights. Yeah, so it's, it's probably uh, it probably has been played like twelve times total. So I'm sure there's still tons of bugs. That I <laughs> mm. But uh, but it was just a. Uh, small little thing for our final project. Uh, yeah, I said deadline January 4th, 2010. Yeah. Well, that's when the, 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 the Burj Dubai was opened and, and renamed the Burj Khalifa because the, the Emirates owed them a whole bunch of money. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, I just put my name on it and uh, we'll write off some of that debt. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that whole... Uh, actually, Joe and I talk about Burj Dubai a lot. It's just, or about Dubai in general. It's just this is such a weird, weird place. This, yeah, like, conflict of like really traditional Islamic law with like modern tech and huge open other legal aspects like tax laws and and billions of dollars. 
billions and billions. Or, or as I like to say, a lot of Instagrams. <laughs> many, many Instagrams. You can look at like this, the cityscape is actually fascinating because it looks like, it looks like this, like the core of any major metropolitan American city. And then and something then really nothing. tall. Yeah. But, and then it's like, and there's nothing. Like there's, there's like this huge bulk of city on the strip and then just desert. Yeah. It's so, so strange. And they have all those little island, uh, hotels and condos and, yeah, like didn't they like try to make a island and like form it in the shape of a palm tree or something? Yeah, they have the palm tree island. They have uh, they have one that is shaped uh, after continents, so you could uh, have like one of the three condos for America or something. <laughs> you can actually go in and look at them on the uh, Google Maps and uh, see all these little patterns they've drawn out and filled in. So yeah, you uh, mentioned. Uh, like you grew up in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you traveled any? Uh, I have not traveled outside of the states, uh, not counting uh, Canada. Um, I, I really, really would love to get overseas and more of the world, but uh, yeah, right, now, right now I'm kind of focusing on getting stuff off the ground. Right. So, yeah, uh, I've been a lot of places uh, with my dad's union trips, so. Yeah, um, I've been to Las Vegas. I've been to Anaheim. I've been to DC. I'm not sure how many times. I've been to Hawaii. Um, Mostly like national locations. Yeah. Um, except, let's see. We went to Niagara Falls twice, <laughs> and I think I might have spent a total of about ten hours in Canada, and that's it, <laughs> as far as international travel goes. Uh, Canada's just a politer America. <laughs> So, well, um, and I mm-hmm. guess uh, uh, one of our other co-hosts on the network might like this, but uh, 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 Squirrel in particular. Uh, but uh, let's see, I was in, yeah, I was over on the other side of Niagara Falls there on the Canadian side. And I remember being in the gift shop and I was maybe eight at the time. And so I'm, you know, just, you know, going through whatever. And then I think it was like three guys come in. And they're yapping along, and I can't understand them. And I'm like, what in the world is their problem? And then, like, go back to, you know, whatever I was looking at. Then it came, you know, it dawned on me, wait, that was French, because this is Canada. (laughs) Like, so apparently Canadians just go around going gift shops speaking French just at random. <laughs> and like it really dawned on me, I'm not in America anymore. <laughs> oh, man, I just remembered uh, the name of the pattern I was thinking of. It's not the uh, it's not responsibility pattern. It's mediator pattern. I'll be right back. All right, watch for cars. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so how long do uh, you normally take to to cut these things together and put up? Uh, I normally uh, like do a pre-edit, usually tonight. And then uh, tomorrow I'll typically listen to it at work and pull out some outrageous things that were said and use them as titles. All right. Like I'll usually compile that list and then uh, tomorrow... Uh, like me and Chris will pick some 
and then it should be posted in about 24 hours from now. Oh, okay. So Definitely decent. a fast turnaround. Yep, decent turnaround. Yeah. Yep, I, I have a book I'm trying to get the number for, but it's a good design pattern in C-sharp that I like to use a lot. Okay. Yeah, didn't you uh, went to that design uh, class? I yes, remember, I did. I Several of them. I was, was actually design patterns. So, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, there you go. Oh. Uh, and then there's of course the uh, famous Gang of Four book. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, the actually, I think I loaned that out a year ago. I do need to get that back though. I need to give it more review. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, that's definitely something that I have been skimping on. I, I got to pay more attention to design patterns and study yep. up on them a bit more. Uh, how about refactoring? Oh, uh, I it, it's it's always a careful fight in game development because it's every time you spend refactoring is more time you're not spending making new mechanics and advancing. Hmm. Um, I, I I could see I could see that argument. Yeah, it's it's you gotta do the careful balance. It's the same thing with like a, a lot of programming stuff, you know. Like, like it's it's so easy to make really really good code that you spend hours to make that does like one or two things, and mm. it you know, yeah, yeah, you just gotta put something together. True, that 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 that's the downside in uh, business because by the time you actually make the good code, the requirements have changed. Yeah, exactly. So. You have to make bad code, which is a sad practice I somewhat have to follow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's going to be there's bad code in that game already, and there's going to be more. And I'll I'll have to refactor uh, different things when I come to hit those walls in the future. Well, but, I'm, uh, I'm sure yeah. the community will help you. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I am always looking for more programmers. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, it seems that. The most common design pattern I've run into is MVC. It it seems model that, view controller. Yeah. Ah. It it seems that most uh, you know Java architects can't seem to get their head out of thinking that way. Mm-hmm. So. And you know, I know that uh, you know that type is prevalent in C sharp as well. Yeah. I. I... A, I don't know. It seems like a lot of that is kind of like built in these days, or it's kind of uh, it's just it's just kind of like assumed that they'd be the basis for most programs. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you don't you don't want your user screwing around with the view or the model, and so you just you kind of just had to build on that cycle. Well, I mean, the user's sort of supposed to screw around with the view. Well, I thought the user's supposed to screw around with the controller. Hmm. He, because mm. the, the the user interacts with the controller, controller interacts with model, model to view, and view to user, right? Well, I mean, you can have you know an event come in through the view, like a user clicks a button, yeah. So that gets passed down. Well, isn't, isn't that the controller? Mm, I guess it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> so, oh well. Then then again, uh, I haven't really done much GUI programming since. Uh, mm you know, college, but, nice. uh, mm. you know, at least in like a web stack, it, you know, hits the very top 
uh, you know, it's sort of like a linear bounce back and forth from, you know, like the topmost layer to the bottom, which would be the database. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it naturally comes in through the view, down through like a manager layer or a controller, yeah. and then, you know, database. So. Yeah. Oh, well. So. Mm. I guess that seems to be about it. So, uh, yeah. I, hear right. you, I hear you're going to be on uh, our other show, 8 Bit. Yes, I am. going to be on 8 Bit, talk a bit more about the games, probably more of the design side, I guess. Well, more of the actual gameplay, maybe? Correct. Yep. Yep. So, w- when are you going to be on there? Uh, I believe it's they next have Sunday. A... Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, next Sunday. So, yeah, or this Sunday. This Sunday, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they seem to be uh, sort of excited for that. Yeah, yeah. Be fun. yeah I think I, th- I think you are the first like game company that has ever <laughs> been on Nexus. I, I'm, I'm still that still feels weird. Like I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm an unknown still. It, it's not. I don't know. Uh, well, like, you- like, even with like Node and stuff, like we don't really have like a, a big vocal fan base or anything like like most companies do. Correct, but but a company has to start somewhere. Yeah, like this was our first time getting mentioned on RPS, even though it was kind of a, a wish-washy article, but it's something. Yep. So, and I uh, mentioned to, uh, well, it would be both of the Ians and uh, also Ryan that I've, you know, sort of bounced around in my head, you know, you know a uh, podcast to cover like strategy games and like other genres that uh, 8 bit does not but you know hmm. oh well yeah we, we we can we can cover it cuz or or just uh you know ask to be a guest on that show yeah i think that should be a kind of cool format for you guys if you, if you like do some more of these collaboration things where you get uh game developers to talk about the game and the, the play stuff, and then to talk about like the code base and how they put it together. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of a fun way to see both sides of development. Yep. And we're, and I'm always eager to hear the other side, not the game, but the struggles you go through. Yeah, you know, because uh, like the game projects this world that's you know usually at complete odds with you know how it was how it came about. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's always interesting. It's actually more of a seems like more of a design uh, battle of finding out what systems you should model in the game. I mean, like I, I could put in you know city populations and you know immigration and emigration and all other sorts of completely useless things, and but there's no point. So it's hey, I did forget to ask you, how are you doing your time? Uh, my time. Like okay, let me rephrase that. How does the game time work? Well, ah. it's uh, <laughs> I'm actually waffling on this in a moment. Uh, the current plan is that it is pseudo turn based. Uh, so normally the clock is just ticking by second to second, um, and plots. Them, uh, the main thing is plots will tend to progress every day, so. When time's clicking, clicking by second by second, it's basically paused because the the, the net gain world doesn't really move at that speed. So you kind of take your time, figure out stuff. 
and then you can kind of skip ahead and do a little time speed up to the next day to advance to the next plot. Mm. Um, and then uh, every every week you have your your corporation actions. So so every day you have your your mission stuff happens, and at the end of every week you have your corporation stuff happen where you collect your money and new stuff happens, whatever else. Mm. And mm. then you have you know quarters for the bigger stuff. So it's kind of broken down into that. Uh, I, I, I am really interested to see how that works. So you already yeah. told me how it works, but I'd be interested to see it incorporated into the game. Yeah, it's, it's going to be. Um, it may. It, it'll probably get tweaked uh, as we go along and see what people actually like. See how it feels. So, yeah, a lot of this stuff is like you can't plan for it because you might spend a whole bunch of time designing and planning out something. And then you put it in the game, and you, you spend all these hours building it up, all these days, and it sucks. Yeah, so just have to toss it and make it something new. And... Yep, ne- ne- never be afraid to throw away code. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, this this game was designed from the ground up to be built on and to be iterated and developed. That's why mm-hmm. the menus are built, laid out the way they are. That's that's why the uh, uh, the system interactions are are have those kind of surface connections to them. It, it's 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 made to be expanded. Okay. Yep. All right. So I guess that's it. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much for having me on, guys. No yeah, problem. Well. You're welcome back anytime. All right. Yep. So, oh yeah. By the way, like all the other stuff uh, that's not the actual podcast proper, we package up into a fringe and then release that separate. Are you okay uh, with that? Oh yeah, sure. As far as like the questions and stuff. Yeah. Or the, so yeah, like, like, yeah, parts. everything outside of the show itself gets bundled up into the French. So all this, all this chit chat goes there too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. So, yep. Uh, looking forward to uh, your game. Uh, thank you. I am uh, looking forward to seeing your guys' response to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. All right. See ya. All right. Have a good day. Have fun. Bye. Bye.